0: Second episode of the video, of three and a possible. You know who it be. It's your boy Dre, repping that three and P. And I'm here with my other brothers. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. When y'all go? This is Jay Gill from the Southernmost Tip, Minneapolis.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's A. Rob from the South Side. I'm not from no Southern Tips.
2: South Side. Are <laughs> you looking more and more like your dad every day?
1: You know it. Clean shaven this week.
2: We got, we got some strong ones, Mr.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clean Shaving. But uh, what's been up, man? Y'all still survived the quarantine, I see. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Everything's starting to open up just little by little.
1: Yeah. What's his name? Walsh said, um, June first, we can get haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Salons. Bars, restaurants, barber shops you can said open. Got
2: an open bed for you if you if you need it.
1: Yeah, that's what that, literally what he said is basically when I open this, y'all go out and have some fun, but y'all gonna infect more people. But now we have the ICU capacity to bring y'all in when y'all get sick. Before we didn't have the capacity, but y'all gonna get sick, so go ahead and get sick.
2: Yeah, all the okay. U trucks with the dead bodies, they they cleaned those. They got space now for yo at.
1: Not, not me. Cause I ain't going out.
2: You see, you falling off the truck. Uh,
0: damn.
1: <laughs> Jay Gill probably be the type of dude run over me. Back up. Oh, was that Rob? <laughs> then go forward again. Yeah. We <laughs>
0: did. I think we didn't have it. I don't, I, don't,
2: I
1: don't
2: think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we probably did. In all honesty, we just probably didn't have it as severe as some people have had it. But I think we, I think we had it.
0: We had that Wuhan, as Jay Gill put.
2: Question, why ain't you got the multi do- do-rag today? The two-tone? Multi. <laughs> two-tone.
1: I've never had no you two-tone. got that
2: cream and red. I know you got it. I I
0: cream two-tone.
1: and red?
0: Hey, oh, was just at one point.
1: I've never <laughs> had a two-tone. Just 30, right? I've never had any kind of two-tone do-rag, ever. Just pure black. And I had a baby blue one, too. But never two-tone. Y'all stop them lives. <laughs>
0: Oh, let's touch on this baby blue one, though.
1: And <laughs> I think I was in like seventh or eighth grade when I had the baby blue one. I used to wear it under my um, dark green and orange Miami hat. Yeah, did I y'all used
0: say, to. You Jamaican for real? I know I'm you shade.
2: <laughs> I know you shade, but your hair be so light. You probably brushing it and fall out. A uh, hmm. hey, Rob, did you line up your beard? Me. Yeah. Shape. Why you tell yeah. me we was lining up? I'm coming in here looking
0: like Rash, Jack, Me, and a So we hey. gotta tell you to do your own personal hygiene. I
1: mean, what's different between now and any other day for you?
0: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, okay.
1: Had to come for him.
2: <laughs> when I see with that two tone do rag on, what's like, gonna it's happen? That's it. Said, it's it's happen. Shots fired. He's got two tone on. <laughs>
0: Two-tone or not, Loses. how about we give some praise to our new social media that's all up and running now? Your it is. It's on Facebook, the gram, Twitter, now YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got, y'all got to check us out. We got them all up here. By all means, go check them out. Point Instagram them out. Pop, Instagram's popping right now.
2: <laughs> Shout join, out to the, join the follower
0: train right now because that's popping.
2: Shout out to Dre, uh, all though. All the work he put in. Oh, yeah. This last couple of days, all the promotion. That shit is everywhere, nigga. I was. Where here was I? Go. I was three
0: of the possible. Set the scene.
1: Button. Set the scene. He was riding the bus to work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the brother opened the rotisserie chicken. Wasn't I shared with you. You were over here
1: going through all the promotions.
2: I don't know what social media I was on. Three of the motherfucking possible. Let me like this video real quick.
1: He said, all of a sudden, he opened the rotisserie chicken. A flyer fell out. There my name was. <laughs> Dra done snuck it in everywhere. No, nah, for yeah. real. That's good. That, that no, that's solid work. Uh, from from that, the promo video, the um coming soon, what you put up on the Instagram. Uh, that that was solid. That was yeah, super solid. You
2: know Right now, you not having no job and no shit to do is really benefiting us, man.
1: <laughs> You know
0: what? Yeah, my I ain't gonna lie. The creativity <laughs> juices is flowing. The brother was feeling it. So I'm like, let me just knock out these promos, these flyers, and just get it done.
1: Man, can we dive into the topic? Because I got something to feel later on.
0: Oh, Lord. All right, let's get into it. Now, now don't be sipping wine,
2: you Sadidi ass nigga, all through the episode.
1: Spell Sadidi.
2: <laughs> uh, D I D D Y is in there for sure.
0: This nigga got his feet in like one of those little bubble bath pedicure things in right now while he sips his wine. Y'all can see that? Yep. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the real facts, bro. Like, why? When does your episode of Scare It Straight come on, uh, <laughs> TLC?
1: Here we go. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Well, you with it. Come on, J. Gill. Okay,
2: okay. Okay. Goddamn. Okay. So, you know, I'm the one who came up with the topic for this episode. But anyway. Um, what did you say? I think you heard me. Uh, I was watching um, Black AF. Um, and, you know, I thought it was a decent little show. It's on Netflix. Kenya Barris is the writer. And um, I look on my phone on Twitter. I don't be on Twitter much. I don't think I have a single follower except, like, my cousin. Um, but I saw he was um, black AF was uh, trending and nothing but hate from black Twitter. All oh, the cast ain't black enough. They need to be blacker and more darker. And, <laughs> um, and they were, they were just going in. I mean, it was funny. It was funny. And it was sad too. Cause I thought, you know, here is, here it is a black creator like we're going on everybody, but you know, it didn't feel the same, them going in on a Black creator. So I started to look into it a little more and that's where this topic kind of came from. Um, I think in the Black community, there's a lot of friction between uh, between us all, you know? Um, and Based on, you know, skin tone and um, who we feel like should be leading, who we feel like is represented too much or too little. And so, we want to talk about it, and I have some questions for you fellas. So if you don't, can I can I keep going? Can I can I keep cooking? Because I, I see you, I see you over there.
1: Who are you so, talking about?
2: Talking about you, but
1: See, uh, see, there we go. We're so going to that.
2: Beginning. Um, does Kenya Barris need to hire more? Um, let's let's keep it off Kenya. Do inter- entertainment in general do. Do they need to hire more dark-skinned um, characters, actors to play these characters? Are is there a? I mean, are they pushing more light-skinned uh, folks in front of the cameras, and not our dark-skinned brothers? Let's start with you, A. Rob.
1: Um, I was gonna say I was gonna let Dre start. But um, I think it depends on the intent of the show, right? So I haven't watched black AF. But everything I've heard about it is, it was his portrayal of his family that he was trying to do. And if that's how his family looks, or um, if that's how he wants to represent his family, by all means, I I I don't have a problem with him. Because I personally like Rashida Jones, and I know she's in the in in the uh, show, so I'm I don't have no problem with that. Um, but you I t- think
2: and it's so disappointing. What? Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'll have to listen back and see what you actually said. But um, I think if you're talking about if you're making a movie and you want to represent Black people in the, its entirety. I think you do have an obligation to try to span the entire spectrum of of black people that whether that's light skin, uh, albino, uh, to darker skin people. I do think you have an obligation to try to represent them. Right. Especially if that is the audience that you're trying to grab, um, because people want to watch something that they can relate to. Right. Um, so if you want the full spectrum of black people to watch and support your, um, movies or shows, then I, I do think you have an obligation to span that. Um, I'm trying to think I just an example is like Jordan Peele, right? I don't know if he spanned the whole spectrum in the movie, get out, but I don't think anybody was felt like they were not represented from, I can't remember the the lady's name that played the grandma who they stole the body for, for the grandma, the white grandma. Y'all remember her name where she was like, no, 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 no. I can't remember her name. But any event from her <clears throat> to the main character who was uh, more of a dark skinned brother, I think. <clears throat> and then the um, the grandma's husband played a, a kind of I would say he's like a medium shade black man. <clears throat> I feel like Jordan Peele did a good job of capturing the entire spectrum in that or the majority of the spectrum in that particular movie. So if that's your audience, I think you've got to play to it. Um, but if that's not your intent, if your intent is to show your reality, then I, then I don't have a problem with that. But just be clear with what your intent is and who your know your audience as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Let Let me cut in, Dre. For you, cut in. <clears throat> um, maybe we should ask this specific, specifically about Kenya because he has four shows now. We're not talking about just one show where people feel this way. You have blackish, you have grownish, you have mixedish, which maybe you give it a pass. It is Mix-ish. And and then Black AF, and they just feel like um, he's not he's not giving people of the darker shade. He he's not he's not representing them um, at all, really. Um, and I have to disagree with them a little bit, just because all of these shows, uh, ex- with with the um, with the exception of maybe Gronish, um, all of these are about his family, and actually Gronish as well. All these are about his family because he has a daughter in college Uh, and then grown as she's she's going to college. So let's let's throw that in there. People are like, this man got four shows, all these light skinned actors. You know, how do you feel about that, Dre?
0: Um, I mean, like I kind of like for me, I feel like if he's casting uh, based upon an actual person, character, his family in this one. I mean yeah cast accordingly but to kind of follow a rob's uh arguing with uh, like jordan peele like jordan peele we know he's making just movies in general for the culture you know what i mean so he is going to put as many uh, african-americans in that film as he can which is nice to see on the big screen but as far as uh what's about what's this name again kenya barris yeah yeah kenya barris um i mean he's casting accordingly to his family so, and he's telling,
2: and he's getting rich, telling stories. That's where he's had his success. Talking about his family. So, uh, for now, I I think I give him a pass.
0: I'm uh, on the same boat. I would give him a pass too because he's casting a coiling to his family. So if that's what his family looks like, he has to cast a coiling to that.
2: Now I think I disagree with y'all. I think Jordan Peele and and I've not thought about this. This isn't something I'm like, oh man, what's Jordan Peele doing? But hearing y'all talk about, it, I think Jordan Peele is definitely putting on darker skin folk. Um, a lot more than any, you know, than any other shade. Um, you you can say that he mixes it up, but I don't think so. I think pretty much he he puts the dark skinned folks. Oh, I hate that. That's, that don't sound good coming out. No, but um, he's putting them in the lead roles, and I and I haven't had no problem with that. Like I love Black Panther, and um, yeah, there was some t- talk about you know, oh finally, yas bitch yas. We you know we <laughs> came out
1: a little too natural. <laughs>
2: Um, you know, we we finally, in all, just about all the roles, and and I thought, I mean, I know it's a superhero movie, but I thought it was great, and, and I wouldn't change anything about it. Um, question, because we got this guy behind us, and I felt like uh, there was, in the NBA, a big push to push Curry forward in front of everyone, you know. He was the first person to get MVP, like everyone voted for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do they say? Um, like he got every single vote. Uh, whatever. Unanimous? Unanimous. Yeah. Um, he, he was the first unanimous MVP. And I felt like there was this wave of people trying to put him in front of the league. And I kind of felt like that was a light skin thing. I hate to use Curry's name like that because I think he's a good brother. But I, I felt that way. Like, oh, y'all hating on LeBron and you want to push – curry to the forefront is it a skin tone thing because me being a big time basketball fan i never felt he was the best player in the league like he's he's really good at what he does but the best player in the league i think has always been a stretch and i feel like the only reason he gets pushed to the forefront was maybe because of the light skin now that's how i felt years ago i really haven't thought about it since then
1: well question for you in that regard right because i feel like we're gonna go down the next episode with that one but do you feel like it's because he was pushed because he was light-skinned or you feel like he was pushed because he was new, right? LeBron had been in the limelight for so many years. Is it time for somebody new to come to the forefront? And because of the way that he was playing and kind of changing the game with extending the the court a little bit, right? Um, did he get pushed to the front because of that? Because people were like, LeBron had his reign, we want somebody new because we're tired of LeBron just dominating. Same thing with the Warriors when they started dominating, right? It was like, oh, I'm tired of the war. Well, me personally, I'm tired of the Warriors winning. We got to get somebody new. So that's why I was so happy when Toronto won. So do you feel like it was because of that or because of the skin color? Or do you feel like it was people were just tired of LeBron being so dominant for so long?
2: I, I, I can't imagine there's not some LeBron fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, we all got to accept there probably is. Yeah. And I haven't always been the biggest LeBron fan, but... Um, I always felt like, and I was wrong, of course, that it's less politics when it comes to the NBA. The best are the best, and it really is that simple. But um, I felt like when they were pushing Curry to the forefront, I mean, I wasn't even sure at the time he was the best at his position. Uh, but um, here they are pushing him like he's the greatest, greatest player to ever play, and and I just felt, I just felt that was so heavy-handed for that reason I always kind of resented that. Um I guess I've moved past that, but I, I was just wondering what y'all thought about that. About about the LeBron Curry thing. I know y'all felt that years ago.
0: Um I mean even that series cuz remember people were like jokingly saying like it's team dark skin versus team light skin on that one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> legit was.
0: So I mean, I feel like people are looking at like this is the battle of who's going to be the the face of the NBA damn near. But I want to
1: get back to Jordan Peele because you, you raised an interesting point that you feel like he puts a lot of darker-skinned people in lead roles.
2: We need it, and we need that, just so I'm yeah, clear.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, has it is he doing it because for so long they've been underrepresented in lead roles outside of maybe like a Samuel L. Jackson, a Denzel, but has it been... In today's society, because you had a reign, right, in black movies of, you know, Eddie Murphy. Um, God, I'm blanking on the guy who who was in uh, Richard Pryor was in Harlem Nights with him. Were there other guys that were at the forefront of that for a period, and then we kind of lost it from the 80s on. We didn't really have that representation, and took- now he's bringing people back to the forefront, and he's a black creator and director of these actual movies which we haven't really had a lot of previously, Sam Spike Lee, right? So is that why he's doing it? Because there's been underrepresentation for so long?
0: I feel, yeah. I feel like that's...
2: Always going against the grain. I I feel like that's part of it. It's not in his nature to just go do what everyone else is doing. You think light skin is the right skin. You know, know, he's not going for that. Um, I don't think he's got any problem with light skin, folk, but it's clear what's been happening. It's clear um, to me. Light skins have been pushed to the forefront. I mean, there's a deeper conversation we're not going to go into today.
1: <laughs> Next episode
2: <laughs> about it. Um, but it, but it's it's just clear, and I think he's a rebel. I I really think he does not want to be. He he wants to distinguish himself from everyone else. And um, I think, like most people, he thinks black is beautiful, and not enough of it. Not enough of it is represented in the media. And um, not everyone's doing it. So I think, I, I mean, I, I think he does all the shit other people aren't doing. That being a major, major.
0: Like I said, he's, I feel like he's doing it for the culture. Yeah, there has been not too much representation of, I'm, I want to just say just dark skinned actors, but just, you know, how can I gotta put this? Just like more black influence films. It's something like we would enjoy watching. You know what I mean? Seeing our representation on that screen, whether we're light, dark, it don't matter. We're seeing our representation in that screen. And honestly, it's nice to see the black folk not die right away in a horror movie. We get to make it all the way to the end in that one. what do you say?
1: Oh you said it right there, brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, But that's probably
2: another thing like like even black people in horror films, like you gotta understand Peele is do is it Hill I don't really know Peele, Peele. Peele, Peele is doing so much uh, that other you know the other people are not doing and I'm not trying to pretend he gets all of it right and it's all great but Get Out was classic classic <laughs> yes
0: us, it was
2: us is certainly worth a watch or two so um or four
0: <laughs> and shout out the brother that was sitting behind us <laughs> in the theater <laughs> <laughs> was tripping oh don't do it brother I told oh I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like see that's why I'm messing with them white girls
1: <laughs> he was he was wilding in the theater everybody was dying though but <laughs> well, our bad go ahead J. Gil I know you had some more
2: alright we already answered that one our, what, um, okay we had a we might still have forgive what? me for not paying enough attention but NAACP had a very light skinned leader I believe or president or I don't know what they call it H and I C. Don't, I don't know what they call it. Wow. Oh, no. uh, Are <laughs> <laughs> light skin folks uh, less black? Uh, you know, I, I wish I would have found a better way to word that. Uh, to word that, but I think you guys know what I mean. And have you ever felt that from your darker peers? In parentheses, I put not for a Rob. So, so Drake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Might as well just turn off your camera at this portion, right? Right. (laughs) I'm sorry, you repeat that question again. (laughs) Should black folks be put,
2: not put, but should black folks be in leadership roles for us? I mean, all of us as a people. And um, do you ever feel, uh, I don't want to say hate, but have you ever felt like your black was devalued, or um, or made to seem lesser than someone else's, Be, based on your maybe you being half and half and um, just lighter shade.
0: I see, see, y'all always have.
1: You said it, bro. Not you us. You
0: me half and half. And everybody said <laughs> it. Right.
1: I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he ain't saying the ruckus voice, you little half and half.
0: <laughs> you know, shout out Jay Gills for trying to be PC on it. <laughs> <laughs> but to answer your question, um, I like I like seeing I like seeing black people in leadership. I love seeing just minority people in general in leadership positions. That's a very inspiring thing when I look at that. It strives for something for me to shoot for. Like, hey, I can make it if they can make it. Um so you don't care myself about myself in gender. general. I like to be in. I like to be in leadership positions, especially through work. There's times I'm left in leadership positions, and I'm not going to be the black dude with the clipboard. We all know who the one who let it go to his head. No, I like to be in that position because I'm like, yo, I can do this. I want to showcase that I can be a leader in my job or what I do. Um, but as far as feeling like my blackness was devalued compared to someone else's, um, because of and- lighter lighter shade. Yeah, I would say yeah, but that kind of just stems from, as you said, being half and half. Uh, (laughs) You know, that just kind of just stems growing up. Like I said, if you look on the IGs, the original Blacks again, as I put. Um, You know, growing up, I did kind of have some type of identity issue where I felt like I wasn't Black enough to be with the Black kids, but I wasn't Mexican enough to be with the Mexican kids. So I was kind of this weird-ass gray zone trying to figure out who the hell I am. And even some days, you know, I still kind of feel like that, but at the same time, I embrace my uniqueness. I know where I stand. I love both my cultures, both my African-American culture and my Mexican culture, and I rep them to the fullest, so no problem. But um, outside of that, no, I don't feel like I'm commonly, you know, being devalued because I'm like lighter race or half-black, half so yeah. Oh. Oh,
2: well, I, do, I do feel like I have been at time, like at times. Um I went to a private school. Uh that's a whole nother thing. You know, y'all uh,
0: yeah,
2: Cranbrook? C Jizzle talked to us about being a khaki <laughs> I've got that. You no, know, now I wasn't going back hey, home wow. to the north side, so I'm sure it would have been even worse me going you know AHA as opposed to the D. Uh but <laughs>
0: Excuse me. <laughs> the Long Bar? <laughs> we going to Vegas? <laughs> you be saying? Ain't that y'all clap? D, 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 D. Wow. No, but oh. anyway, bro, just well, I know I know what's going to be the promo video this week.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, I, I do feel like my blackness has been devalued at times. Um, you know, uh, when I was coming up, you know, even from other light-skinned folks, that's the funny thing, right? Uh, you know, being called high yellow piss color, you know, now. I'm not gonna say I didn't laugh, you know, or or whatever, but um, I mean, I think it's clear uh, that you know, like, and and we and we go, and we throw it back too, so it definitely goes the other way. I, you know, we're making it seem like dark skin is just getting on us light skin, but you know, A. Rob has got a whole host of jokes, uh, especially from gray. So, but but I do feel like at times I <laughs> feel I'm not black enough for either the school I went to. Uh, the stuff I like to do, or just my skin tone.
1: Can okay, can I jump in for this no. question, please? Brown so,
2: paper bag test. Get so <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I was just going to say, in regards to that too, right, there are, there are even times when I find myself like looking at a lighter skinned person in a position of power and being like, oh, what are they mixed with? Right. And in a sense, devaluing their blackness by saying, oh, they got to be mixed with something to be able to, progress to the level what they're at. So I get where y'all coming from with that, but go ahead.
2: Yeah. And the reverse of that, you know, uh, like I said, I, I know you've gotten them jokes and I ain't never, I ain't never said nothing about you, about your skin tone in my whole life. <laughs> but but what, what, what about that?
1: Hey, y'all see that lightning strike? <laughs> <laughs> have,
2: you ever, have you ever felt like it went too far? Has it ever made you sad? Has it ever made you mad? Um. He's gonna cry in the car. Yeah, like, like, what are your feelings on that? Because I know you, you know I've been around you enough to know you've gotten this. Uh, I mean, fair or unfair, you know. I mean, we'd all be canceled if our if our texts ever leak. <laughs> Come on, man! Somebody gonna Come hack this. Go chill. Yo, you're giving them a reason to hack the group chat. You tripping, bro? What are you, what are your feelings on maybe not hey. even just from the lighter shade, but just people all together? I'm um, coming at you maybe because of your skin tone.
1: Um the, the thing just popped up with the 10 minute warning. But um my feelings in regards to it, I think as you get older, you kind of brush them off. Mm-hmm. Um and you as you get more comfortable with yourself, right? You you start to understand that these are things that people say, maybe because it's societal pressure tells them that, you know, the darker skin should be shunned. Um, but as, as I was younger, maybe it bothered me a little bit, but nowadays I I could care less, um, to certain extent because I'm comfortable with who I am as a man. Uh, I'm comfortable with my skin tone, um, comfortable with my heritage, right. My culture to be able to say, you know, people have their different preferences. I'm dark skinned. That's, I'm never going to be able to change that. So I got to get comfortable in being that. Right. (laughs) Don't bro. even go
0: down
1: that road. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I'm good. I like I like what I what I am, man. So um yeah, I think younger it bothered me a little bit, just to the point what um because it was so many people saying things like, Oh, oh, you're dark or like people holding stuff up next to you and being like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, and I've joked like that too with other people, but, um, <laughs> um, but just at, as you, when you're younger, I think if you don't, if you aren't comfortable who you are, it'll affect you. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, then it's just kind of like, man, this is who I am. Uh, you could take it or leave it and you get comfortable with that. So, and I know somebody that like it.
0: <laughs> I've jokingly I mean, been saying never, like I, I just jokingly be saying like I accepted my light skinness like three years ago. <laughs> in my mind <laughs> I think I was like light skinned like that. <laughs> I thought I was darker.
2: <laughs> well, hey Rob, if it makes you feeling like, bad, I've never seen you sweat about it. Um yeah. I think you're I think you come from two tough people. I think that's made you tough. Yeah. Like your sister, your brother, your niece is gonna be tough. Um and and maybe people have gotten away with it. Maybe you haven't blown up at anyone. And I, I just think it's just, you know, too tough for that petty shit to bring you down. So
1: Yeah, I mean, you, like yeah. I said, as you get comfortable with yourself, you don't, it don't really affect you. Um, just like I'm sure if somebody called y'all, you know, a light and brighter, what'd you say, high yellow piss color. Like today, would that bother you? you? Like like you laughing now, you probably just laugh it off, right?
0: No, I ain't <laughs> never heard that. the high I mean, yellow piss color. Let's talk about one. that early in the morning piss color, nigga. That's <laughs> cool. <face laughs>
1: No, but that's darker.
0: (laughs) It depends how much water you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Uh, but Have you guys uh, ever been, have
2: you ever ever heard anything about the brown paper bag test?
1: I haven't, but my assumption was that like, I don't know if you guys ever seen like this family guy meme or I don't know if it was on an episode, but he hang, he like, he got pulled over and he like held up this color palette. And it was, like, from white to, like, dark. And it was, like, okay, okay, medium, maybe not okay, not okay. And it's just, like, that's what comes to mind with me for that brown paper bag test. Like, if you darker than the bag itself, then it's not okay. But if you light it in the bag, you get a pass. That's what, That's how I took it.
0: I didn't
2: hear much about it, but I hit, uh, a guy was watching this YouTube video. I'm not going to put his name out there. Uh, he was talking about Gronish because he, he's, not, he's not a Kenya Bears fan. <laughs> and two skin girls were talking about the issues with uh, black girls finding a man who likes uh black women at their school that's mostly white and he and he was basically saying you know you know they they don't even pass the black you know the not the black but the brown paper bag test they shouldn't even be talking about these issues and i actually had to turn off his video i thought that was pretty nasty to say uh like to ever been black exposed enough. to the brown paper bag test, but
0: yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, anything yeah, else? Can, can I tell other? when I heard the black the theory of the brown paper bag?
1: Right over here.
2: I'm DJ in the show. Damn,
1: <laughs> he gonna ignore you.
2: No, go ahead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> champion. <laughs> now, I first heard it when I was watching a TED Talk when we were kind of doing research. Um, uh, it uh, taking place more in uh, India. Uh, they would use that uh, the brown paper bag test to see who they would uh, allow into certain events and certain areas. So if you're darker than that bag, you weren't getting in. So That's crazy. So, so some dude's like, no, come on, man, it's summertime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> come on, man, it's summertime. What you want me to do? <laughs>
1: Stay indoors. No. <laughs> he said no, it's number no, no. time.
2: That, that's cruel, but I do think it's I ain't gonna go into it. And it's not my culture, not my place to speak on, but I think they're pretty cruel over there. It's like, it's in India? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I got I got I know some people from India um Don't that are pretty African cool. Indian. Huh?
2: Don't be African
0: over there.
1: Apparently not. According to what Dre founded in his research, you, you go over there like me, they you ain't going to no events. Hey, Rob is at the hotel, right, right? Like, sir, don't leave your room
0: if that if they right. you leave. <laughs> don't leave the airport,
1: right? Like, sir, mm, 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 mm. where's your passport? We'll take that.
0: What kind of wine are you sipping, bro?
1: It's like a chateau. Um,
0: go ahead, bro. Flex that knowledge on that wine. Go <laughs> ahead,
1: bro. <laughs> uh, no, I'll send y'all a picture of the bottle. Um, I just cracked it today. It's not bad, it's not overly bitter. Um, you keep your pinky
2: down not overly.
1: When you drink huh? it. it's ridiculous. do, I put my pinky up. No, that's you. <laughs> uh, but it, it's not bad. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of bitter wines, so I like mine a little bit sweeter, or maybe a little in the middle. And this one's, I would say, it's in the middle, it's not um bitter, it's not too sweet. Um, and so mom cooks some sloppy Joe's.
2: I ain't interested. I wonder, <laughs> that's my first wife up
1: there. Oh, that ain't Rhonda. <laughs> no, I, um, um, what was I going to say? All right. So I got a question for y'all. So as we talk about light skin and like the full spectrum of, of colors of black people, uh, I was listening to this podcast the other day on NPR. It's called NPR's code switch. And the episode was called Black Like Who. <clears throat> what they were talking about in the episode is who actually deserves reparations, right? Because as we talked about, you have the full, of course, you're going to say you, you deserve reparations. But as we talked about, um, you have like the full spectrum of black people going from like albino to light skin to darker skinned black people. Um, and like I was saying, I, I didn't know how Dre necessarily identified himself, but who falls into that category of who is eligible for reparations? So, what? What do y'all think? Who is, in y'all words, before I tell you what the podcast said? Who's eligible for reparations?
2: You should. You have to have a direct connection to slavery in the U.S. Period. Man, fuck yeah. that. Cut the check. I mean, I mean, in your it has to be. In your who said lineage. cut the check. It has to be in your lineage.
1: Yeah.
0: Your people came over here after. No mosque.
1: What about you, Dre? What you think?
0: You heard my opinion. Cut the check.
1: <laughs> Cut the check. Um so it's interesting you say that, Jay Gill, because and the reason I think because it's what reason I think it's interesting you said that is because there was slaves in like the Caribbean Islands too, right? Not to the extent that it was in the United States, but are those people who then came from the Caribbean Islands not eligible for reparations, in your opinion? Oh, nope,
2: no, nope, go you're gonna have to get your check. 'Cause you just gonna shorten my check. So you need to go get your check where they
0: are, you, are you even sure you can
2: get a check from the Caribbean. <laughs> no, I mean I ain't trying to be mean, but I mean you you got to have lineage in the US if the US is gonna pay you. Unless I mean now if they decide they wanna do something for all slavery, like it's all their fault, I mean I guess that's cool, but if you're asking me who should the US give money to, me and other people with a direct lineage is, is that the right word Direct lineage yeah. slavery like what yes though
1: okay if, i was gonna say
2: what did the u.s have to do with slavery in caribbean because I, I could be completely ignorant and the u.s could have had a lot to do with that if that's the case and they they need their check but if they well my guess is they need to be getting their check from the caribbean islands or whatever
1: the dutch the dutch indies um
2: or whatever country because it might have been like uh the uk or i mean i don't know i don't know what other country it was connected to they need to pay them I yeah, you and, and, check for the U.S. need to pay us.
1: How how far back sure do your lineage go though?
2: All the way, all the way to the whips and the chains.
1: Oh, my God! So you talking about the beginning? Like my eight mama,
2: feet. my mama worked one day in a field,
0: and she wrote No, she didn't. <laughs> no, no. Oh what? really? Oh, if that's the know? case, your mom is looks great for her age.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs>
2: Y'all forget. Y'all forget that they were uh, still working the fields not too long ago. Like y- y'all, your dad probably know Rob.
1: Bro, his grandpa. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm not trying. To...
1: His grandpa. <laughs> when
2: he was young, maybe. Uh, my mom, uh, my mom's mom, my grandma would bring her, brought her to the field, and uh, she didn't do what she's supposed to do.
1: Wait, your mom's grandma?
2: Yeah. No, my mom's okay. mom, uh, my grandma. Right. She brought her to the fields. And uh, you know to pick cotton, and uh, she she sucked at it, so they didn't bring her back. And then my mom had to do her stuff too, do her work. My grandma had to do my mom's work, so they never brought her back.
1: Wait, you lost me, bro. You so go. your grandma was a your slave.
2: A was <clears throat> grandma was not a slave.
1: Sure. That's what you said. She
2: worked in the fields. They were still working in the fields not too long ago. They weren't slaves. Oh, okay. But they were slaves, you know, <laughs> basically.
1: Okay, I get what you're saying, but that's not you made it sound like your grandma was uh, like getting carried to the slave fields picking no. cotton.
2: Look, look, that's as far as I go back. My grandma was working in some white man's cotton field. Give me a check.
1: check. Where did you where did you get your, your lighter complexion from? <laughs> this nigga
2: don't pick no check, bro. This <laughs> that's, nigga gets that's no from my, That's from General. General Whitfield. Uh he um he married uh, why you face. space? I married my grandma. Well, so no, my check get shorted now. Yep. <laughs> you don't get a check. My grandma away? Yep. You don't get a check, nigga. No, no, my my from Louisiana, so. Oh, okay, so, so yeah. you get
1: half a stimulus. Oh
0: <laughs> no, no.
1: I, I you get six hundred.
0: <laughs> this nigga try to get a check off association, nigga. Well, who 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 would get the checks? The, the the slaves are dead. We, so we are their, uh,
2: you know, their children's 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 children. Nah, nigga, you stretch it. <laughs>
1: here's what they said.
2: I shouldn't get a check. No.
1: Here's what they said. To an extent,
2: I oh, ain't get no check, nigga. You ain't got I no check. a check.
0: If I ain't get no check, <laughs> you I ain't you're get stretching for a check. <laughs>
1: Yo, so here's what the here's what the podcast said. So the podcast said, similar to what Jay Gill said, anybody who can trace one side of their lineage back to nope, slave both, times.
0: Both,
2: no, I'm just
1: kidding. He, they said one side of their lineage back to slave times in the states. So it couldn't have been in, in the Caribbean. It couldn't have been in Latin America, um, South America, Central America. I don't I don't know about Mexico, but. Um, you couldn't trace it back there. It had to be directly in the United States. If you could trace one ancestor on either side back, you were deserving of a check. Show and or they <laughs> how they destroyed
2: our huh? Kids. Can you even? I mean, I, I imagine
0: there are ways to trace it back, but how did they even do that? Like ancestry.com, pull it up right now.
1: But one thing that they that they um, said that made me kind of think was if you're People immigrated here prior to, I think it was 1960. Don't quote me on it. Go listen to the episode. Then you still were deserving of a check. If they came post the sixties, post that civil rights era, then you were not eligible for a check because the oppression was
2: 1959. If they came in 1959, they need to get a check.
1: I believe that was their argument because it was still so bad for black people here that they came to well knowingly to a bad situation so they felt like if i'm not mistaken they said they felt like they deserved the check too so if they were here
2: if they marched
1: prior to 1960
2: you didn't, you didn't
1: get holes down no <laughs> come on calm down robert freeman <laughs>
0: but then, um, I'm, I'm just saying though shouldn't the the, the lineage, it, all that should be traceable to back to slavery, though, because wouldn't the slave masters have documentation on their slaves?
1: Yeah, but to an extent, yeah, yes, they should, right? Um, but were those names their same names? Did they change their names post-slavery? Right, because people were given slave names. Did they change their names? So that's that's a hard thing to trace. Jesus, but. Like for those in the Caribbean, they were still taken from Africa, right? But dropped in the Caribbean. So
2: by the same,
1: well, well I yeah, don't the know, boat, is, the the the, tr- the transit
2: boat. Who owned that boat? That's, that's that's what that's what it's about.
0: Who owned that boat? What boat was you on? And who's who owned that boat? If it was these oh boats, like it's the eighteen right now. If, 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 if it was
2: an American boat, then now I feel different now, if that's the case, right? It would have been the but,
1: boat. but the argument was this, right? Those who had ancestors who worked in the slave fields in the United States mm-hmm. are an, entitled to compensation because of the fact that slavery built this economy and everything we've done since then has benefited from slavery. So those who have ancestors or an ancestor, the argument was, um, should get some sort of compensation from that. What struck me was the argument about if your ancestors, because we have like, if you look at New York, it's a melting pot now for like even Miami, but melting pot for like Jamaicans, Haitians, uh, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans. Right. But they said if, if somebody immigrated here prior to a certain date, then you would still be entitled to compensation. And what struck me was because part of my lineage came from Jamaica. So with that.
2: So you trying to get two checks.
1: No, I'd say with that yeah, disqualify, two checks. <laughs> that disqualified me. They're not talking about compensating those people who were in the Caribbean, right? Who had endured slavery in the Caribbean. Only those who endured slavery in the United States, they're saying should be compensated. But would that disqualify me? Because, you know, one of my ancestors came from, Jamaica, now do I not get really? my full twelve hundred stimulus? Through? I only get six hundred like Jake Gill. Right. <laughs> <You're
2: great. laughs> okay. what about How far he?
1: What he? Where he that's straight. No, that's for sure getting a check from that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like that's guaranteed You're good. money, right
1: there. guaranteed money, You're good. heavy. Heavy, well, I'm getting it. your
2: checks off of well, that. One. <laughs> your mom, your mom, Dukes wouldn't get a check, so y'all all get a check in the mail, and then she just be. Well, like,
1: I, I that's what I had to follow up on because I can't remember the exact date. I thought they said prior to 1960, which would mean we good because my mom was born here in the states prior to 1960, which means my grandparents would have immigrated prior to 1960, so uh, I get the full check.
2: Your mom's check, I'm I so deserve two
0: it's checks. A little iffy, iffy. her status is mm, it's up
1: in the air. Nope. She getting a check, too. Everybody in this house getting a check.
0: Jay Gill don't deserve a check. I deserve two checks.
1: Because
0: <laughs> this country was built on the backs of the Mexican, still is, and the African side of me, too. Oh, no, no what, what the, Here He go.
1: What? We ain't going to get into that.
0: Give <laughs> oh, me my two checks how and we can, can call it a ride.
1: No, here's what the argument is going to be, right? Yeah, Mexicans contributed to the economy, but did they, still they today, do it? Today, but, but, they still but, do but did they do it willingly? They yeah. doing it though. So they-,
0: <laughs> they doing it though. They ain't got no choice but to do it.
1: You <laughs> no, said they, they immigrated knowing the circumstances and willingly contributed to the economy. Africans didn't really have no choice. They was drug.
0: Hey, hey, who's yeah. picking all this food you buying at the uh, grocery store right now?
1: John.
2: That's why they <laughs> strawberries ain't never sweet. Well, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: You know, we're gonna start a Patreon so we can get uh an ancestry.com for Jay Gill so we can see how far his lineage is
1: tracing. We're gonna get that, that ruckus uh second test where he said uh ninety nine point nine percent European.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh we gotta we gotta pull up on the doctor just to get him the correct test
2: <laughs> oh,
1: Yeah it. yeah not to trace that side like
2: go that way. just go
1: left. I wouldn't even recommend it because I heard they're using that to like try cold cases and Pull up DNA and try to test it against old cases.
0: Well, you
1: no, not me. I'm just saying, in general, you know, you, your great grandfather, General Whitfield, may have murdered somebody and now you get got.
2: It's funny you say that because <laughs> the, story, the story of him coming from Louisiana to Minnesota was um, to have some issue, jumped on some white folks, and then just hopped in the whip and drove to <laughs> Minnesota and got out of Dodge.
0: Like, just because he hopped in his Cadillac and came up here, don't mean you're getting a check, all right? <laughs> no
2: joke. No joke. My mom said, um, what happened? Something happened, and uh, the sheriff got fired for doing something to a family member. Apparently, my grandma took him a quarter or something. something. He lost his job, and he was trying to get a lynch party together uh, to come get them. And uh, yeah, that's all I remember from the story.
0: My man was just gone. He
2: told it with a with little bit of details but
1: uh, yeah I, I definitely get a check so. that's what here we go back to this you getting a check no
0: just
1: I just I mean I hate to advertise another episode because we ain't sponsor but I thought it was a good um good discussion they had in regards to who was eligible for reparation and who wasn't because that's a big voting point the last couple years right is reparations when, when we gonna get some reparations like that's been uh, here
0: <laughs> damn, <laughs> we barely got a stimulus check. Right. <laughs>
1: Man, um, no, but I, I just thought that was interesting. And I thought it tied in well with you know as we were talking about representation, um, as far as show, TV shows and stuff. So
0: hashtag No Check J Gill. <laughs> you, you, you might be the easy one. Nigga, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting two checks on that one.
1: I don't know if free you're getting checks. two checks. You might get, you
0: might get 602. <laughs> two checks? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fair? Like a million dollars each?
1: As far as reparations? Yeah. Uh, go you're ahead. Free tax? I don't know.
2: What's fair? I feel like at least a cool million. A cool what? A cool million.
1: cool billion? Oh. Million? I don't know. M- Mill?
2: Yeah, you ain't no know, billion. See? You give like a
1: nigga inch. I was wondering that's why I was wondering. I was wondering what you said. Uh what you think, Dre? I'm curious to know what what Drake, how much you think is is feasible.
0: For my two checks. Um Yeah, what's half?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Damn, I don't know. I'm gonna have to say probably I mean, maybe that meal part, but I, I doubt they're gonna do that. <laughs> probably like five five hundred mil five hundred thousand.
1: Oh, Four five hundred thousand.
0: Oh, they ain't gonna give us a mill, bro. They is not getting us no mill unless it's that mill tax free. Hell no.
1: Know what I what <laughs> I say is it's feasible. What? Give give me my land. Don't charge me no property taxes until I die. Uh, be, uh, t- until the day I die, I shouldn't have to pay no property taxes, and that you land should go back. Huh?
2: You said don't charge me tax till the day I die. Well, how you gonna pay it then?
1: No, I'm saying. You you ask my my version of reparations is this my house the land give me my land that I owe don't make me pay property taxes because even when you pay off your mortgage you're still paying property taxes give me the land scot free right so I own that house I own the land right I don't know about no mule but they got better technology nowadays maybe give me a John Deere tractor but don't no <laughs> no property taxes right give me my land and don't charge me no taxes no more and wipe my debts. That's what yeah. I feel. That's what <laughs> I feel. With me, Shit. That's what I feel with You talking but we talking 4 or 500 years of oppression and not being able to get a foot forward. So how how do you equalize that? This is how I say equalize it. Don't charge me no taxes, no more. Today I die so everything I earn is my money. Don't charge me no property taxes and wipe my debts. Maybe we can get off on a solid footing and I can start to build some prosperity for future generations.
0: But then are they going to leave your future generations with a crazy-ass bill afterwards? No, the like land the crazy, is mine. But hit you with the interest rates on that, on that, though?
1: The land is mine now. I own the land. So what I do is pass the land down. Oh, okay. So the land stays in the, the family. So... so Jabari? Who? <laughs> Jabari? <laughs> <laughs> but That's what I would say, because there's here's my view on... On giving us a cool four five hundred thousand a mil, we are gonna spend it right away, anyways. Oh,
2: see you ready?
1: And you, man. you know, you know you would, cause you'd be the first person with a Birkin bag and a Gucci bag.
2: <laughs> I like like Lebron with my short suit on. What? I have a barber just following me around, and every time a little hair girl just. Nigga
1: this is exactly why we couldn't get money we can't get money we gonna we gonna pour it right back into the system we can't get money you got to give us something better
2: no, i don't know I, I believe in myself uh, give me my money and, and let everybody else give them their t- property taxes off whatever give, give me a cool meal
1: i mil. I give you about three years, and it's gonna be gone. You are gonna get a crib. He gonna get that Rolls Royce. That's quarter of a mil right there. It's, it's gone. I got to do that. <laughs> See,
2: that's just the basics, man.
1: Smooth, <laughs> gone, gone.
2: I'll, I'll be good with that last hundred k. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't, nigga. <laughs> that's when I start saving. I will probably have a second and third family. Y'all, I, we'll be on the pile with all kind of pictures, Here, pictures.
0: <laughs> I wish Janelle came down and slapped the shit out of you right now.
1: <laughs> you gonna hear in the background with one of them laughs.
0: laughs. Gilmore Girls. What's funny
2: about Gilmore Girls?
1: Apparently she like it. it
2: kills
1: me. Oh. What doing? else y'all got on this? Because I, I'm I'm excited about the next episode. I ain't gonna lie to y'all.
2: Dr. Dre coming out with the next episode?
1: Yes. Whatever. Episode three. But uh no, nah, what else what else y'all is that is that it for this episode that we wrap yeah, yeah. wrap up? Okay. Is
0: there any more yes, questions, I,
2: Jacob? I said anything I wanna finish it up? Should people be clowning? <laughs> bears? Well, I mean do what you wanna do, but uh if if that man is showing or uh depicting his family, then that's just what it is. They like nice skin. Um, but yes, I think the answer is yes. We we need um nothing's fair. So I'm not gonna say we need fair or representation, but we need more representation of all shades of black, uh, not
0: just light skin.
1: That reminded me of R. Kelly with the oh. all. <laughs> hey,
0: yeah, he's canceled. We can't be mentioned.
1: Uh, my bad. Um, no, I would agree with you. Um, The other thing I would say is just know your audience, right? So if you're, your demographic, your audience that you're trying to appeal to is lighter skinned black folks... Create your content for them. Um if you're trying to appeal to a darker skinned audience, have more darker people in there. Um if you're trying to capture both, have have a range in there. Um, but tell your story how you want to tell it too. So yeah, um Yeah, don't try to just tell black stories. I hate I hate that.
2: But let that man be creative or let any person be creative and make make good shows. Like white people make uh blacklist. No, I'm just saying white people make um shit that's not so good all the time, and we don't jump down their throat, When we jump down Kenya Bear's throat, right? Because we feel like maybe you know, like I'm not the biggest fan of Blackish, but I, I watch it. My wife loves it. I think it's okay, and they've had some really good episodes. But um, you know, it's like black folks have no room to be mediocre. There's nothing but mediocre. Wife, I mean, I I hate to say it that way, but none but me mediocre television on 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 the tube. So. You know, give us space to fail too. Yeah, damn. Give us another shot.
1: Black Twitter, talking to you, (laughs) No.
2: Like A. I come for him. Fired from his coaching job. He ain't never gonna get another job again. He ain't never gonna work again in the field. Never, ever, unless he's cleaning the field.
1: (laughs) He said, "I got fired from coaching."
2: (laughs) He ain't never gonna work in that field again. (laughs) Never. Damn.
1: So I was about really- to say something about that, like black coat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was chauffeuring show- to go down that road, but I was like, never mind.
0: Had the families over there, like my kid ain't playing for no Coach Boone. <laughs> 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 but nah, for real though, y'all like, no matter what shade we is, we all black. Even my half and half hours, we all black at the end of the day. Let's be happy that we see representation on TV, Netflix, that this man got a big deal like that so we can have that representation. Because it wasn't too long ago we didn't have that representation. To be devil's advocate, is it easy for you to say that and me
2: to say that because uh, we're lighter skinned?
0: Nah, man, because we all black by the end of the day. So light-skinned, dark-skinned don't matter. Let's just embrace it for the culture and be happy.
2: But it's
0: It's mostly light-skinned people, so Um,
2: And and I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, what people might see. Like, well, it's easy for you to say that because you're the one being represented, and they're not.
0: I don't see a black skin person out there. Shit. (laughs) All right, I get what you're saying. But what I'm going to say is, at the end of the day, we're all black. It don't matter if it's coming from me, A-Rob, or you or someone else. Like, we're all black at the end of the day. We can't just be caught up on, oh, team light skin, team dark. It don't matter. We're black. We're black at the end of the day. Let's just embrace it for the culture, yo. Take it for what it is. It's a bigger picture, not that little tiny, you know, small minded shit.
1: It's a step in the right direction.
0: Exactly.
2: I'm with that, but definitely we need more peels out there, right? We need more people like that that aren't afraid to put people who haven't been um who who have more of the African features, who haven't been in lead roles. Not afraid to put big money behind them, and I don't know how much money is going in this movies, but it, it seems like a big production, and I love it. And I'm going to support everything he does because just because of what he represents. And if it ain't always great, it is what it is. And I know he's capable of greatness too.
0: We gotta get a Rob in a movie. You over here looking like Tyrese's stunt double right now? <laughs> 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 I see the little desire you try trying to put in the Go Team, <laughs> brother.
1: Oh, you see that? You <laughs> see that? Yeah, I was you know hooked it up a little bit.
0: This dude trying to be like uh, well, <laughs> Shannon Sharp for real. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we put rims on your on
2: your girlfriend whip on your baby mama whip.
1: Nah, I ain't doing that.
2: You become a step daddy.
0: <laughs>
1: Here we go with this again.
0: Put her no rims on her whip. Man, got step daddy year. I ain't even met nobody. <laughs> right,
1: right. So, well, I ain't got nothing else.
0: Many of them.
1: So um, I guess with that being said, oh, he going to get that in. I was just about to cut him out. This has been another episode of Three and a Possible, as you see there, behind Dre. Subscribe, like, comment,
0: give right. us
1: feedback, so what he said.
0: Listen, drop yeah. some stuff down in the comments on Facebook, Instagram, all that. Let's get this interaction going, y'all. We want to know how y'all feeling about these videos and what y'all like about.